Hello, one and all, and welcome to the 167th episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on December 12th, 2021. On the podcast today, we have a man who is going to say definitively what... Which of Santa's reindeer is the best one? Ryan Holtz. I think we've done this bit before, and it's obviously Blitzen. Yeah, Blitzen! <laughs> Without a doubt, it's Blitzen. No one else is even close. Like Blitzen is in T- S tier, and there's no other reindeer that even approaches B tier. Mm. Like, is Blitzen Rudolph's Blitzen. dad? Yeah, in, in the okay. animated special. Was okay. he really? Not not canon. Like okay. just just because they no, needed but, to make well, a I, reindeer Rudolph's dad. That's that's not why Blitzen's the coolest. Blitzen's the coolest because of his name. Yeah, no, his I, name is fucking yeah. Blitzen. Yeah, that's a cool ass name. Like on a on a on a crew of Cupid and Donner, <laughs> named after a bunch of cannibals. Like uh, they, presumably they've got some. Some Chad motherfucker named Blitzen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The it's Virgin Blitzen. Comet versus the Chad Blitzen. Yeah. And if anyone dare says Rudolph, no. uh, I know your favorite player in the NFL is Tom Brady. Yeah. And your favorite player in the NBA is LeBron James. And <laughs> You're a big Yankees fan. Always have been. Yeah. Always will. Hasn't seen a game, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never watched a single game except for that one time they were in the World Series. Uh, yeah, no, it's not fucking Rudolph. Mm. And if it's not Rudolph, then it's obviously Blitzen. That's fair. Rudolph, Rudolph's not even really a reindeer. Rudolph's yeah. an alternate. Yeah. Can we throw that out? Not even like an he, alternate. He's he does just a different a job. He's just a specialist. Yeah. He's a goddamn the other reindeer. He is, he's exactly. A tool. The other reindeer pull the sleigh. Rudolph just guides the sleigh. He's like a he's a headlight. Mm-hmm. The other reindeer are the engine and the wheels. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Rudolph's literally like you could replace him with just a fucking spotlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's actually like smaller than the other reindeer. That is canon. Yeah, that he So had, yeah, like he is just he was straight lame up and not shitty pulling. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even walk right, Rudolph. Get out of here. Yeah, man can't... The, the reason he didn't play any reindeer games was mostly because he was not physically able to. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ableism. He just couldn't reindeer compete. Ableism. I don't mean because he was disabled. I just meant because he was weak. <laughs> he was bad at them. <laughs> Fucking soft, Rudolph. This is hardcore holiday shit. Yeah. Also on the podcast today, we have a man who is going to tell us what the best holiday hot sauce name is, Andrew Clark. Um, okay, hold on. Um, I'm going to get a box. Okay. And I'm going to read you, I think this is actual good con- uh, content for the podcast, mm-hmm. read you every single name of the hot sauce advent calendar contents that I have. I have a hot sauce advent calendar that I got for my birthday from my sister in September <laughs> and Word. and just started opening, you know, in the last couple of days. It's been great. Hold on one second. Hmm. Is, when do hot sauces expire? <laughs> uh, do they? 
They gotta eventually. Yeah. Yeah, probably not within three months, but right. that would be funny. That had an interesting twist, which which hot sauce is consumable. Mm. Okay, so the first one we have North Pole Heating Company, Comet's Cayenne Colon Cleanser, Frosty's Fire Starter. That one's not bad. Krampus Blend. I don't think Frosty has anything to do with it. Okay, Elf Elixir, Ho 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 Hot Sauce, Ho, ho like being one. spelled H E A W X because it's uh, Cajun. Uh, it's Cajun. Uh, uh. Baby, it's chilly outside. Spelled C H I L E. That one's mm. the most wonderful hot sauce. Serrano no. claws hot sauce. Wait, what's that? Just what's the reference there? Ser- Ser- Serrano instead of Santa. Serrano peppers. Oh. Yeah, no, that one's bad. <laughs> Boy, that's weak. Um, I'm going to put that in F tier. Uh, <laughs> just an S. Oh. Uh, Ragin' Cajun Christmas. Again, you just added Christmas at the end. I don't I don't know. The, I don't know what this word is. Bell Snickles Brew? Be- Bell, isn't Bell Snickle the, the, like, bad guy? He's like Krampus, isn't he? Oh. Is he, like, he, they, he's in the episode of The Office. Dwight plays him, I thought. Okay. He's like the weird Christmas witch guy, I thought. Silver Bells. Just Silver Bells hot sauce. Um, okay. Mistletoe Potion. Hark the mm. Habanero Sings. That's okay. Blitzen's Mouth Blitzer. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh, Christmas Tree Hot Sauce. That, no, what? Felice Trinidad. Um, that's, that's all right. right, yeah. The Pepper Express. Miracle on Jalapeno Street. <laughs> oh, wow. That one's <laughs> Xmas in Carolina. Rudolph's Nose Maker? <laughs> Rudolph's Nose Maker. <laughs> Cocaine? <laughs> what if it is just a vial of coke that'd be amazing the ghost of christmas hot sauce what <laughs> okay um the pepper who stole christmas they really got lazy yeah. after the first five <laughs> saint nick's scotch hot sauce what yeah. <laughs> can i and then um lagniap lag lagniap I don't know what that word is either. Lagnia hot sauce. I don't get that one. Hmm. So and then and then uh, Santa's blend is the actual like Christmas Day hot sauce. Ah, mm. I like I like how you're undermining the concept of an advent calendar from the get go. Well, no, I <laughs> I didn't open up like they they listed yeah, so on the tried back. them. Yeah, no, I mean what? like there's a uh, it's because it's nutrition facts. They have to have. On the box, the nutrition facts for every food item in the box. So it no, says that... which one's which. Yeah. Half the fun of an advent calendar is you don't know what's going to be under the tab. I don't know. I had a fun time reading them when I actually right. got this for my okay. birthday. Okay. But, like, I don't I don't know which order they're in. And I don't... I'm not going to well, fucking remember no, that no, shit. No. Okay. <laughs> like, they don't put nutritional facts on the chocolates, do they? Um, like a like a standard chocolate advent calendar, I don't think. Oh, maybe they not. Would. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, I was right. Bell Snickel is the yep. the guy that Dwight plays in the office, a crotchety fur clad Christmas gift bringing f- figure in the folklore of the Palatinate region of southwestern Germany along the Rhine River. Uh, it is preserved in Pennsylvania Dutch communities. So mm. it is kind of canon oh, for Scranton. Yeah. Pennsylvania. By the, okay, um, I found out what Lagniap is, and it's actually pronounced Lagniap. Uh, I don't know, like where the word comes from, uh, but it's a an extra bonus gift. It's a it's a phrase used for like a but wait, there's more. Like ah. here's the extra thing. One more Fair. thing. Um, also, Blitzen is Rudolph's dad in the Good Times retelling of the rudolph story okay um but donner is rudolph's dad in the classic animated mm. ah and uh his wife is mrs donner oh is... what oh, oh so donner is his last name oh uh, the reindeer are all just like high school jocks who refer to each other as their last name uh yeah you guys hold oh, strider it's me clark remember from high school fuck yeah no fucking atrocious you guys have good athlete last names you have good yeah, jack do. last yeah. names the writer that's no the writer's rough uh, yeah, yeah. And luke or nothing yeah also hello <laughs> that's a good introduction i'm lucas the writer i'm i'm going to my first ever office holiday party on monday we'll see how that goes it's at a barcade yeah. should be a fun time i hope the barcade near you, or a faraway barcade? Uh, I don't know if I should say the name on the internet, but... Uh, yeah, you just say far away. Huh? Yeah, no, it's further away. Um, the company's covering the Uber out there because drinks will be free, so... Yeah, worst comes to worst, I get a drink for free and play some arcade games. Spending a lot of money on that, though. Yeah. I don't know, this is this is anti-work bleeding into me. It's like, oh, yeah, wow, I wonder how much money they're spending on that Christmas party that could have just been oh, yeah. diverted into bonuses. <laughs> Speak- you'd probably that would have been out. fine. Yeah. Speaking of anti-work, um, in Jade's second job that she's working on the side, um, someone has been, like, sending in faxes mm-hmm. with, yeah, like... To the receipt machines. Yeah, and, like, yeah. with, uh, like, union organization and... Yeah. Stuff like that information, which is pretty yeah. fucking sick. The the receipt machine thing is like a real trend. I don't mm-hmm. know who's doing it, but yeah, that's becoming a thing. And they always link to anti-work at the end. Um, mm-hmm. And also, uh, they were very involved in the whole Kellogg's like crash their scab application. Yep. Form oh, stuff. yeah. I was actually mm-hmm. going to bring that up in like the other category today that we should ah. do that. I don't know if they no, have no, taken I'd... them down yet, but I just think no, that's just... fun jump into that since it's topical yeah no uh that happened um i saw a lot of reporting that was like zoomers crashed the website and they like did. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that was a part of it played a big role in the but same way that, that zoomers are the ones that like got nobody to go to the that one trump rally because they rsvp'd even though and like made mm-hmm. it seem like there was going to be like five million people there even though like a thousand showed up yeah yeah i mean there was a guy on tiktok who wrote the code that probably actually took it down? And he didn't look zoomery to me; like right, he looked right. our age at the youngest. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, if it's on TikTok, they're gonna say it was Zoomers. 
Um, and then yeah, they they put a captcha or cap captcha. I don't know. I think it's captcha. Captcha. Okay, they put a captcha. Kafka. Kafka. Yeah, yeah. it's Kafka esque. This is captcha esque. Yeah, captcha. Yeah, uh, they put a captcha on it, which they probably should have done in the first place. Like, should have known that <laughs> they should probably make sure of that. And uh, the anti-work subreddit, someone on there took the original code and added in a feature that can defeat the <laughs> captcha <laughs> and continued to, yeah, take it down basically. Oh. Um, but also, like, it was that captcha where you just check a box. Yeah. I've never understood how that works. I, <laughs> that, how does that defeat robots? That's that. That's why there are still blue-collar jobs. We can't program robots to check a box. That was like the second version, because the old ones yeah. made sense. It's like, yeah, type these weird-looking letters. Yeah, because it was supposed thing. to confuse AI so that they couldn't actually figure out what the letters were. It's but. hard to make AI read. Like, yeah. that's... Without just, yeah, programming mm-hmm. it with a ton of different fonts and everything like that. Yeah. So having it basically read paintings of letters and stuff makes sense. I don't know how the checkbox defeats them because it feels like you could easily just have them read the thing that says, I'm not a robot, and then say, check this box. I mean, three obviously it doesn't work because um, <laughs> work. I, I think, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I had to do a like a check here if I'm not a robot when I got my PlayStation 5 yeah. and when I got Ian's PlayStation 5. And the PlayStation 5 is honestly probably more famous for people using bots to buy it than it is famous for being a game console. I don't know if they use bots to buy it. They definitely use bots to get their spot. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. maybe it's that. Like they use the bot to, the minute any posting goes up, it launches them into the system and then they'd fill out the information. But yeah. It's uh, it is interesting. And then there was a fire at a Kellogg's factory. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you guys saw that too. Uh, on top of two different giant warehouses collapsing and killing a bunch of people in extreme weather mm-hmm. because people were forcing people to come into work. And Tornado. they God raised the issue. Tornado. Yeah. Amazon workers raised the issue, and managers were like, "Nah, get in there." die for us uh but no yeah between um yes between the kellogg stuff and then uh i believe it was two starbucks locations uh unionizing this past week pretty pretty good week for uh people who care about workers rights unionization anti-work socialism yeah a couple of couple of check marks in the w column and some losses (laughs) Li- As always, live. yeah, yeah, literal. <laughs> the more important thing, uh-huh. the, and the the Amazon one, yeah, definitely like a tragedy, and a few people died. But yeah, the the candle maker one in Kentucky, it was like forty people, I think, died. Right, right. And they were making like eight bucks an hour, like <laughs> literally slave wages, to fucking die in a terrible accident where that could have been easily just, hey, don't come to work during the tornado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And so, during, yeah. like, the mm-hmm. biggest time of year for candle makers where they easily could have been, like, yeah, no, like, you, you're going to make more money because we're going to make more money. But that's not how capitalism works. Oh, you mean they could have posted jobs for more than eight bucks an hour? Yeah, exactly. Like temporary seasonal like workers there's no reason could have been that paid more. During the biggest 
time of year for you, you should be paying people that much money. The defense that they're going to use is like, if we pay these people more, then our year-round employees will complain. And it's like, yeah, they, so pay your year-round yeah, employees. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> if you can afford this shit now, you can afford it later. Just be better, yeah. you fucking assholes. That's my big... Be better, everyone. That's my big comprehensive argument. Be better. Yeah. I... There are going to be a lot of people we want to be better as we head into news of the week. Um, I have such a problem with the way you wrote this first headline. <laughs> I think Andrew will too. <laughs> um, okay, I'll just get right into it then. Uh, what company was adding NFT to their game, covered up years of sexual misconduct, and allowed offenders to quietly resign instead of holding them accountable for their actions? Ubisoft! Yeah, the first one of those three things is definitely equivalent to the other two. Yeah. What? <laughs> Adding NFTs is a crime on par with covering up sexual misconduct yeah. and protecting abusers. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not equating them. I'm just trying to say, oh, everybody's mad at Ubisoft for adding NFTs to their game. Well, this is also a company that, yeah, covered up years of sexual assault and held nobody accountable for yeah, that I, I I think the thing is that those two things are like not connected in the slightest of like being I, into nfts and also being a serial abuser mm-hmm. is is there maybe a correlation sure i'd be willing to see that data but that would be a fun correlation. yeah but like <laughs> those things are not connected um it's top just, of environmental impact and just genuinely being dumb yeah. nfts somehow correlated with yeah, it, abuse it's, it's a thing that i don't like i mean i also don't like almonds I'm not going to be like, oh, guess yeah. what fucking company that endorses uh, slave labor and uh, genocide also makes fucking almond milk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. I Okay, no, I'm sorry. I was not trying to equate these two things with that headline. I was just pointing out that... Yeah, a lot of people writing about how, oh, Ubisoft, they're terrible for adding NFTs to their game when... Guys, no, Ubisoft they're terrible, terrible for a while. For no, they're a lot dumb of for adding yeah. NFTs to their game. They're lame for adding NFTs. Mm-hmm. They're bad because of all the fucking sexual misconduct shit that they've been hiding. Yeah. That, that also, it doesn't it. seem like these NFTs have value, right? Like inherently, like they're these are these are just in-game cosmetics that are basically on the blockchain just so it can be shown that you have a unique version of this cosmetic. I I assume that if they're phrasing it that way, it's because there's going to be a marketplace for them. Um, I'm not, I'm not Um, positive though. Ubisoft plans to release digits as part of limited editions. Each will only offer a fixed number of items and players can only own one of each edition. And then the verge goes on to speculate that that could create scarcity. Mm Mm-hmm. And they may be able to resell I mean, look, if they choose. Yeah. What this actually is, is Ubisoft testing out the idea of how can we implement NFTs into our games? How can we uh, capitalize on this? It, it's not, this isn't the full NFT Blitz rollout that Ubisoft is going to more than, cynically more than likely eventually do. This is just them, hey, proof of concept here. Can we, can we actually extort people with NFTs somehow? Let's figure it out in this mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, 
I, I feel like the stuff that Counter Strike does with like skins and mm-hmm. cosmetic items is better than most of the bullshit that goes on in <laughs> gaming microtransactions. Just because, yeah, there is a marketplace, and in theory, you can make money right. selling this stuff back. Like you, you can get some ROI. Is it going to be mm-hmm. what you put in? Probably not. But yeah. like, you could also go on Fortnite and spend fifteen bucks on a skin that cannot be resold at all. Ever and is and, and then is, you turn twenty and go like God, why am I playing Fortnite? And then and then yeah, uh, in two weeks, fucking The Rock gets added to the game and no one gives a <laughs> shit about your uh, Harley Quinn skin. And yeah, it's just money down the train. No, bro, I can make Sasuke Uchiha do the Carlton. This is worth a thousand dollars. My values are good. <laughs> These these are my values. Uh, following the mass layoffs of QA testers, uh, ABK Workers Alliance have begun to collect a strike fund. That's um, happening in Madison. Fucking Raven yeah. Software fired all their <laughs> uh, QA testers that they just yeah. made move to Wisconsin. You could you could be a scab and be a QA tester for Ravensoft, Andrew. You shouldn't, but you could. I. There's literally no part of that that excites me. <laughs> Scab, Ravensoft, yeah. QA. Yeah. Am, am I like uh, violating my own values and morals? Yeah, but at least I don't like what I'm doing and hate all the people that I'm associated with. Um, yeah, so this is uh, tangentially related to the other protests and... Um, uh, worker activity that's gone on in relation to Activision Blizzard and all of their terrible shenanigans. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad that there is like more dedicated union talk happening right now because I don't know. To me, it feels like hey, if this isn't enough to get a major company in the uh, a major group of workers in the video game industry to try to unionize. I don't know what does for like the next five years because this is the worst stuff that has gone public as of late. So yeah, I I hope this momentum continues. I don't know. I think the worst stuff that's gone public as of late were the, uh, the people stealing breast milk out of the private pumping fridges (laughs) at, uh, Activision. Yeah. That one. It's just like every time you think it can't get worse, it just does. Well, (laughs) Where were they going to put their beer, Andrew? And also... No, I mean, that that was one of them of like, oh yeah, they took our fucking breast milk out of the fridge so that they could use them for beer, which is mm-hmm. really bad. But then some people said it was just, like, sometimes it would just be stolen. Like, some guy would come in, unlock the fridge, and then steal the breast milk. Not replace it with something else, just take it for himself. I... So, like, that's definitely the part of the story that made headlines. Um, Apparently, the pumping room that I believe by federal law, all workplaces have to to offer. Apparently, Activision Blizzard wasn't even doing that. And a lot of times they would have developers who are coming off of 20-hour shifts just so exhausted that they're using that room to take naps. And it's just, it's ridiculous. God, it, no, awful. 
Uh, and then, yeah, of course, Activision Blizzard has responded with an anti-union message that is just verging on cliche at this point. Using, I, using language that is something to the effect of, hey, if you guys join a union, you won't be able to advocate for yourself. And these workplace culture goals that we're fighting for will be even harder to achieve. I ignore the fact that it has taken, like, levels of shit coming out that might get our CEO fired for the culture to change even even by a millimeter. But you you won't you won't be able to get like even that if you join a union is what they're claiming. Well it's it's just the the claim of oh you're signing away your right to negotiate mm-hmm. wages for yourself. No one ever fucking successfully negotiates a raise with their leadership un- unless it's under extreme, like, weird circumstances. Like, I, hey, like I have a job I, offer I at another place for I'm this Nancy amount. Reagan, and I would like a raise. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> God, I knew we wouldn't be able coming. to wait to the meme corner for you no, to no, get no, into no, we'll that get, shit, No, 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 we'll get man. to that later. Like, but, mm. but, yeah, like, they keep saying, oh, man, don't you want higher wages? Well, you can ask for them yourself. And if you become part of a union, you can't. The union does that for you. Sure, the union will get you a $10,000 raise. And you might get yourself a $0.05 cent an hour raise if you are extremely lucky. But at least you have the freedom to know that you're failing because of yourself. <laughs> it's just absolutely bonkers shit. I mean, guys, union dues are on average $700 a year. Why don't these Activision Blizzard employees just get the newest game console and all the latest <laughs> oh, <God>. hits? <laughs> uh, who was that? United, I want to say. It was Delta. Yeah, Delta, yeah. fucking Delta. Um, I just want to highlight uh, this paragraph super quick. Uh, Achieving our workplace culture aspirations will best occur through active, transparent dialogue between leaders and employees that we can act upon quickly that hasn't happened, and that's why you're in the shit right now, yeah. Activision Blizzard. Like you didn't, <laughs> you didn't do the thing you're telling the thing you're telling people to keep in mind. Uh, it this this is the consequence of being a shitty company mm-hmm. that does not pay your your workers a whole lot and does not treat them well. A lot of people get away with it. I know that. But it has to be in the back of your mind at all points that you can only push your employees so far before they join a union right. and take that ability to treat them like shit away from you. Uh, it. <laughs> this is them basically saying, guys, if you join a union, you won't be able to engage with us in good faith. I, we're not going to engage with you in good faith, but you won't be able to do that either now. Like, that's, uh, that's, right. that's what this message reeks of. So I mean, the end of the message is, if we fail to achieve the workplace goals we have set forth, if we fail to do the things we've committed to doing, then of course you will still have a, always have the right to engage with and vote for CWA. And it's like... You did that. Then it, then the, Well, then the inverse applies. Then if, if we vote for CWA and it succeeds, and then this it ends up being terrible, then we can go back to this shitty plan that you have. Like, 
God, yeah, we you can't say that way and then not be like, but also the other way works too. Like, well, God. but but also if, the thing that they're saying is, hey, if this environment ever becomes really toxic and you don't make very much money, of course you can join a union. But the environment is toxic and they aren't making very much money. The thi- the the worst case scenario has already happened. <laughs> Guys, if you join this union, we won't be able to achieve our goal of zero workplace harassment besides Bobby Kotick. Like, that can't happen if you get into a union. <laughs> uh, fucking. All right. All right. Um, so this isn't going to be fun for me to talk about, but maybe it'll be more fun content to listen to. Uh, the Game Awards happened, and I took notes on... Most of it. Good God. If broke. you guys could see our planning document. It's so long. <laughs> it's broken into three categories. Winners, announcements, and weird shit. There's going to be a lot of bleeding over between those three categories. But uh, here are the highlights. Uh, winners. Games for Impact. Life is Strange. True Colors. Uh, already getting into weird shit. Because the Game Awards put... The Games for Impact Award, the award that's like, hey, video games are the this socially important thing that affects the world in the pre-show. This hap- They gave this one away before the Game Awards even started and gave it to a game that I have only heard people talk about how, hey, these social issues in this game... Kind of the watered-down version of those social issues, and it's not actually saying anything, and it's more just like, man, yeah. <laughs> this is Vanguard all over again. Trans okay. people need a W. Here okay. you go. Oh, this is Vanguard all over again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Lucas! I, gotta, I, I've, I really, really got to speak my mind on this shit. Oh, so, boy. I don't know. I haven't played this game. I'm, I'm sure that you're right and that... It is a lot of really oversimplification with a lot of social issues, not a lot of diving into depth, maybe not um, speaking on the nuance of, you know, being gay, being trans, being not white. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But we are talking about (laughs) video games here, which are famous for their lack of representation. And this is a game that, while maybe not doing so in the most artful or most nuanced way, is talking about those situations at least a little bit. And so, while maybe it didn't deserve to win games for Impact, I have no take on that. Okay. There is something to be said for kind of stepping into a new territory and trying to at least address that part of the population a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... Like, representation matters. It's a game where there is representation. Maybe it did not do so in the most tactful way or most nuanced way. But it did fucking do it. <laughs> like, come on. I And I until like it's more point. commonplace, like, we do need to applaud games that try. And then eventually we can say, like, yeah, no, like, we need... We need to tell these stories more artfully and more dutifully. But until that happens, there has to be a stepping stone. I, I like that you raised this point with the first bullet because, yes, the overarching theme of the Game Awards, this year's Game Awards, was 
Jeff Keighley and the industry patting themselves on the back for doing the bare minimum. But, uh, yeah, okay, we can get into the next ones. Um, R slash gaming, game of the year was Resident Evil Village. That's uh, a fake subreddit. What? It's filthy default casual subreddit. Oh. Yeah. Which the- R gaming is, is a default subreddit. It's overrun with, like, trolls and 10-year-olds. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a... Games is the real gaming subreddit. R slash so, game. Oh wow. Our gaming means nothing. Jeff Keeley. It's the, it's way more game. popular. It's like quadruple no. the user no, base sure. of games, but it's it is a default subreddit. Anyone who makes a user account mm-hmm. is by default subscribed to it, so it's it's a fake subreddit. But anyway, uh, move on. <laughs> uh, they gave away all four esports awards in the course of thirty seconds, so I'm going oh, yeah. to keep that alive and skip over them. I've uh, never heard of any of those people or events. <laughs> Nope. Uh, best Indie, uh, Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Um, also won Best Debut Indie Game. Debut Indie Game. Debut. Uh, um, yeah, best no. ref- De- debut. Um, I, debut. I, both of you said it wrong. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's debut. It's debut. Debut. It's like, it's day. Yeah. You, you say with the Y, like debut. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Kana, Kana Bridge of Spirits is weird because... Um, it is an indie game made by an right. indie studio. I think this was their first video game. They, mm-hmm. they had done some animation stuff beforehand. It's a goddamn, like, first-party developer, though. What? It was a PlayStation exclusive. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure okay. they, like, were bought out by Sony. Like, they're owned by Sony, even though it's technically an indie studio. I mean, it's still... If they yeah, keep okay. the studio intact... It's still, then, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, still yeah. definitely, like... The spirit of an indie studio, but I, it's just kind of weird. I think, mm, I think video games have a little, well, okay, video games, the industry has a lot of problems, but, like, the fact that we have no middle ground between this is a triple-A game and this is an indie game is, it just, in the lexicon, is a little weird, but, uh, yeah. all right. Uh, best performance, Maggie Robertson for playing Lady D. Ooh, fair. salty. I mean, Oh, fair? Like, you guys were down on it when she even got nominated, and you were like, mm, it was just—it was a really small part of the game. Um, I mean, yeah, she did I a also, good job. Absolutely. No, like, the second I saw she was nominated, she's she's gonna win. Like that's yeah. I mean, I I don't know if I'm looking back at 2021 in video games, she might be the most impactful character. <laughs> like, that's she fair. might be the character that represents 2021 in gaming more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, best action game was Returnal. Uh, the guy who played Shang-Chi, who's, the actor's name escapes me, was just standing Halo the entire time. He, like, gave out the award, made that announcement, so, whatever. Uh, Art Direction Deathloop. Um, Player's Voice Winner, I don't know what that means. Halo Infinite. (laughs) RPG, Tales of Arise, Best Score in Music, Near Replicant. That was the right decision. Uh, best content creator was Dream. Oh yeah. Do do people like Dream? We What's talked. We, are, we already yeah. talked about this. Dream is super popular. Yeah. I st- but like, for cheat, I I don't know. Whatever. He's not popular for cheating. Like, that's that's why he became the number one speedrunner. Mm-hmm. But like, he, his content was big before he was. He held the world record for Minecraft speedruns. Mm. Like he he was a Minecraft speedrunner, but also like a Minecraft YouTuber, and Minecraft content, baby. Hey, still, 
still fucking killing it. <laughs> I thought it died in like 2015, and then I heard about all this dream controversy. I was like, oh shit, this dude's still raking in like 10 million views of video from like I... those uh, what hunter hunters versus speedrunner game videos. Holy shit, dude! No, Minecraft. Minecraft is just a world of its own within the gaming sphere at this point. Like, yeah. It exists outside of gaming. Mm. It is its own form of entertainment. Yes. Uh, Best multiplayer game, It Takes Two, which is currently being sued by the developer, Take Two. Not sure where that's going to end up. (laughs) I mean, just because of the name. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, It is stupid. Yes, but also... Of course, there'd be a lawsuit like this. Best mobile game, Genshin Impact, of course. Uh, best narrative, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Sure. <laughs> uh, best action adventure game, Metroid Dread, the right choice. Best ongoing game, presented by Reggie, Final Fantasy XIV. Reggie. Reggie. Fucking Reggie. Yeah. Still around. What's he doing again? Is he Coke or some shit? Uh, he was briefly he was briefly on the GameStop uh board, but then the stock stuff happened and he kind of noped out of that situation. Like, fuck, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he, um, honestly, like, what if he um like joined GameStop board, had his stock at fifteen dollars a share or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it was, and then it got up to four hundred dollars and he decided, you know what? This is the best thing for me to just leave right now because I just made like a trillion dollars. Reggie's getting paid. He makes podcast. Or he's he's in charge of a podcast network. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in charge of a, a just a fucking fund, and then he's on the advisory council at Cornell. Hmm. I think so he's, he's, he's like yeah. rich person retired. Yeah, no, like, definitely. No. He's just doing, doing some other stuff, stuff that, that, that still yeah. Well, doing stuff that still rakes in seven figures a year, but doesn't... He works 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, best Game Direction, Deathloop, Esports Game, League of Legends, Family Game, It Takes Two, Fighting Game, Guilty Gear Strive, Sim Strategy, Age of Empires 4, Best VR Game, Resident Evil 4 VR, Most Anticipated Game, for the <laughs> second year in a row, Elden Ring! Also the Still right decision. My God. <laughs> also the right decision. So, there can be so many hands in that game. It's weird. All the trailers focus on hands. I'm into it. Uh, and then Game of the Year presented by Neil Druckmann for some goddamn reason. It takes two. Damn. Why not Neil Druckmann? Like, well... The head of a very successful and well-respected game developer. Because he was kind of like, why the fuck are you giving my game bad reviews last year? A little controversial. Okay. Yeah. No, he's not. But, uh, okay. Sure. Sure, mister, this game is about the Israeli-Palestine conflict that has no clear solution. No clear good guy, bad guy, Neil Druckmann. Sure. Oh, yeah. Was it takes two good, Lucas? Did that deserve it? No. Are you happy? Oh, I, you play I, it? 
No. <laughs> so no. this is so this is a game made by Joseph Ferris, the guy who is maybe most famous for at a previous game awards, I want to say like 2018 or 2019, saying something to the effect of fuck the Oscars. Video games are where it's at. It Takes Two is the most Oscar-baity video game I have ever heard of. Well, it's not... You mean just award-baity. Mm. He didn't He didn't say... In theory, someone's saying, fuck the Oscars, video game awards are the way of the future, would be the type of person to make something designed to win a video game award. <laughs> he yes. clearly puts a lot of stock into winning game awards. So it does make sense that he would make an award-baity game, I will say. Unless you're saying it's like 100% cutscenes and very little gameplay, which I don't, I, I don't know enough about the game. I, so it is a um, required co-op platforming game. Um, the plot of which is that there is a... Boy, uh, there is a couple, early 30-something, have a daughter... Their relationship, not working out super great. So there's a lot of arguing, blah, 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 blah. Some magic happens, turns them into dolls, and then they have to fix their relationship to turn back into human. And then, yeah, not get divorced. It, yeah, it, no, I, I was frustrated that this won. <laughs> it, no, whatever. Whatever. What should have won? You saying Resident Evil? Uh, yeah, that would have been my pick. That's probably going to be our number one. So, yeah. None of these winners matter, by the way, because they're not the ones we're picking. So, yeah. Mm. It's because we're not, like, super video game literate at this <laughs> we point. Didn't, we didn't play any of yeah. them. <laughs> I'm literate. I did not play a single game that won an award. <laughs> so that, that'd probably be our main issue with that. I mean, if it takes two is the best game of 2021 according to the game awards that I'm, I'm questioning all of the game awards choices now ryan do you want to get it takes two and then so that it can win the game awards category for our 2020 or 2021 top tens that would be fucking epic i'm not gonna lie to you I will fight the boat. That would be. There's nothing you can do. (laughs) (laughs) Literally nothing. It will be number one if we decide that to go that way. It will be game over. (laughs) Just a big middle finger to me. How much is it? I don't don't know know what platform it's on. Uh, PlayStation Four, I think it was on. Which, okay, so it's probably original. Like Which means platforms. you can play it on PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can. Looks like it's 20 bucks at Target mm. in GameStop. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Paying 25 bucks to play <laughs> yeah. five hours of a game so that we could put it at number one just to absolutely drive Lucas insane. Uh, mm. If it was free, <laughs> I'd consider it. Probably wouldn't hold out that it'd be number one, but I'd, I'd make a strong push for it to be top five. All <laughs> right. I got nothing else, fam. Speaking of driving me insane, we're going to jump into the other call and talk about the games that were announced at this year's Game Awards, of which there are maybe two that I'll actually play. Yeah. Okay. 
we have Tunic, a cute Zelda-like, where you're playing as a little fox guy in a green tunic. I don't think that's allowed. Why, uh, because it's Robin Hood? Eh, it's Link. Robin oh, Hood. Because it's okay. Link? Yeah. Because it's a guy wearing green. A little fox guy. Is Link a little fox guy? <laughs> Link fox. He was a little rabbit guy in that one game. That's, that's literally quite literally the opposite of a fox. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's predator and prey. Um, I mean, how about Robin Hood? Like Disney's. Yeah, Robin no, that, that would be the one a, thing where he is a fox in a green tunic. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Is Legend of Zelda <laughs> honestly is that copyrighted because of uh, Robin Hood? I think maybe. Mm. I think Nintendo is doing some shady shit. Yeah, are you allowed to do that? Green guy shoots arrows sometimes. Hmm. Steals from the rich, gives to the needy. Probably. Mm. Socialist. Sound like anyone? I don't know about that. Does this sound like anyone? Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The game is a thing. Telltale's The Expanse. I guess. Telltale is a brand now? Yeah, I was going to say, wait, I thought they didn't exist anymore. No, yeah, they closed down. They spectacularly closed down because of horrific mismanagement. Yeah. Uh, but, I, yeah, now they're a brand, I guess. Somebody bought that name. Um, Thirsty Suitors is a game infused with American Indian culture where you are a 20-something woman fighting her exes a la Scott Pilgrim. I'm down. I'm down for this. It'll be a fun time. It's a lot for me. of. It's a lot of. How many X's? I think twenty seven. something. Like damn. No, did she seven? Did say seventy. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. That's not. Yeah. I I was like, it's a video. Like, so this is it's gonna be a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking like you've had like 40, 50 X's and no, even ones. even damn. the like. The people that you fight on the way to the boss fights, like there's the people in the That's suit. what I was thinking. Yeah, no, no, we're talking like four or five hundred X's. Yeah. Well, I mean, God like, damn. you guys have been in breakups where it's like, okay, well, I guess the person I was dating is my enemy now. And also all of their friends are my enemy now. So, okay, guess I'm fighting them too. <laughs> Interesting. We've all we've we've all lost friends because of a relationship divorce. That's how it goes. No, <laughs> not once. <laughs> Literally never. I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's a normal thing. Uh, I have not. I've been fortunate. Uh, there are some people you talk to less the second half of freshman year of college. That wasn't. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. He was a friend, but yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, have a nice death. Uh, is coming in March 2022 and has big Hollow Knight vibes. You're playing as a little cutesy Grim Reaper skeleton man. Persona 4 Arena Ultimix is coming to Switch and Steam on March 17th. I think that's the only thing we're getting for the Persona 25th anniversary event. Uh, Hellblade. Oh, Ninja Theory is Hellblade Two. Senua Sacrifice. Senua Saga. I'm sorry, is a thing. <sighs> There's a new Star Wars game. 
Yay. It's made by David Cage's Quantic Dream. Boo. I literally started cackling when their logo came on the screen after the trailer. Bad. Dumb. Fuck David Cage. Fuck this game. Fuck this company. Uh, there's going to be a new Wonder Woman game. Um, Alan Wake 2. There was a trailer for Sonic 2, the movie. There are Chaos Emeralds. There's Tails. There's Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elba. He said he wasn't going to make Knuckles sexy, but guess what? He made Knuckles sexy. Is that a, is it just for the memes that Idris Elba's voicing Knuckles? Like, I He definitely got paid for this. Like, does Idris Elba have any voice acting experience? I actually um, don't know. Using cats, but that's not voice acting in the same way. Yeah. That's performance yeah, capture. Yeah, mocap. Mo performance capture, Andrew. Don't disrespect uh, no, fuck off. performance um, capture artists. Okay, filmography. No, he was in Zootopia. Oh! He was also in The Jungle Book. Finding Dory. Finding Dory. He was in The Jungle Book. Uh, he provided okay. additional voices to Aqua Teen Hunger Force in 2011. Oh my god. I see that, yep. And he voiced Truck in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. I remember that. He fucking, he dies at the end. <laughs> it's like the, the main tragedy of the game is you have like, you're in a squad of like six dudes. It's you, your best friend, and then four other dudes. And all four of them fucking die at the end. Like, <laughs> it's like you, this other person who's very important, and then a bunch of red shirts <laughs> that you like kind of get familiar with and just they all get fucking wiped out at the end like you you get on a helicopter and you're like come on everyone and they're like no there's no time and then you just watch them all just get fucking I don't... destroyed as you fly away listen man if i'm in a war and a dude's nickname is an inanimate object truck he's dying he's not making it out of this he's not important okay trucks are animate <laughs> What? They might not be alive, but they're definitely animals. Yeah, it means like they move and shit. They move a fuck ton. <laughs> it's their job. It's their main purpose. Yeah, it's their whole thing. It's uh, a non-living item. I, I guess. don't. I want. I want like uh, soldiers to have nicknames that are like very specific. Like, hi, I'm PFC. Andrew, F-18 fighter jet Tomcat Clark. <laughs> yeah. Truck, he along with Sandman and Grinch sacrificed <laughs> themselves during a firefight against Makarov's men to save Price, Yuri, and the Russian president. The mine collapsed and they all fucking die as you're flying away in a helicopter. <laughs> you know, maybe people were too critical of the new uh, Call of Duty's games writing. Maybe, maybe it's actually. Warfare Three up. is not new. We're, we're. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fair. I was like, oh, Lucas, I've got bad news for you, man. Modern Warfare Three is a decade old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new Horizon Forbidden West trailer Followed by an orchestral performance of the game's main theme um, Solitterhead from the creator of Silent Hill Seems like it might be interesting Also Solitterhead sounds like a slur Against I don't even know which group But I'm not don't, don't, don't name saying a group. it Yeah, Don't, don't try yeah. to associate that with something 
Uh, Nightingale, a dark fantasy game with a multiplayer element? Is that even allowed? Can they make games like that? What? Weird. Bold. Uh, Ryan, this one's for you. The Lord of the Rings, Gollum, The Untold Story. I, like, Smeagol? Like, what are they... What part of Gollum's story is not told? I don't uh, know. From the trailer, seems like he is killing orcs to protect the ring. Oh, yeah, I guess he ah. is. His 500 years uh, in a fucking cave. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that's untold, but it's kind of expected. Yeah. I mean, what are they... No, but this is what you want, though, as a Lord of the Rings fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> Gollum is the playable character. <laughs> it's, uh... That's weird. <laughs> uh, Cuphead DLC. Remember Cuphead? Sonic Frontiers. It looks like Sonic Breath of the Wild, and it's coming in 2022. Uh, Suicide Squad had Deborah Wilson playing Amanda Waller on stage. That was fun. Um, whatever Forspoken is, uh, Warhammer 40k, I guess. Uh, watch out, GTA 5. Saints Row Self-Made is coming out. Whoa. Mm. Saints Row? You mean, didn't they release a Saints Row game after GTA 5? And it... Was a comparative flop? No. Yeah. I yeah, I think did. Saints Row 3 came out after GTA. And I think this, the new Saints Row reboot is, like, more grounded. Cause Saints Row yeah. had become, like, everything's fucking wacky. You beat a guy to death with a giant dildo, and everything's yeah, purple, and robots, and aliens, and shit. And now it's just, looks like it's kind of, basically, just a GTA clone. Yeah. Saints Row the Third definitely came out before GTA Five. Oh, really? What came out after that? Saints Row series. Also, what the fuck is Amazon Luna? I don't it's, know, but that sounds scary. It's, it's Amazon's it. um, video game streaming oh, console. It's yeah, their yeah, version yeah. of Stadia, I think. Right. <laughs> that I think has more or less been abandoned, but don't hold me to that. Got it. Um, actually, I think it was Saints Row the 4th. But that came out in 2013. August 2013, mm-hmm. so just like right around the exact same yeah. time as yeah. GTA 5. So they tried to compete, and they failed once. Obviously. Another fail again against a decade-old game. Uh, there's going to be a Dune real-time strategy game. That That's going to end a lot of people's relationships, potentially their lives. Dune sickos are going to get way too into that, I imagine. Uh, Tiny RTS team. games are not for everyone. Yeah, there's a very no, small amount of RTS. Dune fans. If you can get through <laughs> Dune, <laughs> you are playing a real time Dune strategy game. I need to read Lucas's message when I asked him if he wanted to go see Dune. <laughs> Lucas has a very preconceived notion of what a Dune fan is. Ryan, like, they a- are a, a person in his head. Like, Sometimes you have like a an, an ethereal concept uh-huh. of what a certain fan of a media is. Lucas has a person in mind when he thinks of what a Dune fan is. Like it is a well-developed yeah. character. 
Lucas knows what a Dune fan's favorite food is because they like Dune. It's spice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, a, a Dune fan is anybody who's tried to read the Dune novels like three different times. Never succeeded. No one, no one's Dune. actually read all no. the Dune books. There are a lot of people that have read most of Dune. There are some people that have read all of Dune and maybe tried to read the others. There is not a single person that's read every Dune book. Uh, I do have a question for you, though, Ryan, about Dune. Mm. Yes. What, 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 what is the Dune in the Dune books? <laughs> it's a desert planet. No, but the, dunes. The, the, the planet has a name. Like, I forget it off the top oh, of my head. Uh, Arrakis? Yeah. Or is Arrakis the... Yeah, no, it's no Arrakis is the planet. Yeah. 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 So what's the dune? Sand dunes. Yeah, they... Like, it's oh. a desert planet. I think, I think people call the planet dune as like a... I slam. Nah, no, they always call it Arrakis. <laughs> okay. No, they definitely call it Arrakis in the movie. I, I think, yeah, it's... There's a bunch of dunes, <laughs> and then there's worms that hang out in the dunes. And so Dune is, yeah. So it, it's, I guess maybe it should be called Dunes by your logic, but I don't know. So I'm sorry, the book could just be called, the books could just be called Desert. They could just be called Sand by this yeah. logic. That's pretty much the same, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't every piece of I guess, media yeah, be called something else, though? Like, <laughs> I mean. it's They went for a simplistic title. Yeah. And because of that, yeah, I guess it could always be second-guessed. And then, like, that one-word title doesn't actually... I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to find a single piece of media that has a one-word title that you couldn't be... Couldn't that just be called Name Something Else? I actually kind of want to do that. Mm. I was thinking... my my The first thing that popped into my head was Holes. Yeah. I was like, it'd be like if Holes was just called Hole, <laughs> even though it's about a bunch of holes. <laughs> That would be weird. But I guess there is, like, one hole that's yeah. more valuable than all the other holes. Although, no, they didn't even find the treasure in no, a hole. No, they found a clue they for found the treasure. Yeah. Under a boat. Yeah. But they found the treasure itself under a boat. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's some bullshit. Yeah, now I don't like holes anymore. <laughs> uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is out in March. Um, Ashley Birch and Will Arnett should just handle public speaking at all events in place of Randy Pitchford. That's a hot take that I hope that company sticks with going forward. Among Us VR is going to be a thing. It's almost assuredly going to become a sex thing pretty quickly, too. But whatever. <laughs> Cross that bridge when we come to it. What? Yeah, it will. <laughs> Andrew, my sweet summer child. Ryan gets it. Uh, <laughs> Steel Rising is the French Revolution, but with automatons. Um... Dying Light 2, Stay Human, is out uh, in in February. Jeff said that it was a story trailer, but there was no story in that trailer. Um, Spider-Man's in Fortnite. Uh, also, they added tents that let you carry over weapons from one match to another. Nah. Um, GTFO is a horror co-op game on Steam. Uh, new Elden Ring trailer. The only genuine exciting thing of the night for me. Um, <laughs> new clip of The Matrix Resurrections. And then there was a tie-in video game for The Matrix Awakens. Uh, it, it's called The Matrix Awakens. Um, that was the last announcement of the night. 
a free-to-play tie-in video game for the new Matrix movie. Fuck the Oscars, right? <laughs> Here's a promote. Our the last thing we're going to announce tonight is a thing for a movie. <laughs> that movie is not going to make any Oscars. No. no. <laughs> but like, yeah, we're celebrating video games tonight. Go play this game so you watch this movie. Is that what tie-in games are for? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I feel like tie-in games are for people that have already watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Then they get to buy the video game. I think it's just to, and make, to make the, the most money in the shortest amount of time on the same IP. Right. I never thought that tie-in games were like marketing. To promote, but I guess yeah. maybe. Uh, it is in this case. The, the kind of person that goes and plays a tie-in game but doesn't go see a movie... It's like a certain. I'm not saying that there's those people either. I just feel like it's you. you, You're putting the buggy in front of the horse. Mm -hmm. Like a tie-in game is supposed to trail in the wake of the the original. Yeah, the tie-in game is mostly used for making extra money off of the brand recognition of the Mm -hmm. movie that is already out. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I found some movies that I think would have better titles, according to Lucas's logic. Um, Soul should just be called Jazz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ironically, I had more. yeah. Yeah, I had more. Um, shit, why can't I? Sorry, I did have more. Ooh, Joker should just be called Clown. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, kinda. <laughs> Um, fucking, I don't know. Bombshell should be called Assault. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know that movie. It, it's it's, oh, about, it's Fox about the Fox News. Uh, all the oh. allegations there. Us should be called Clones. <laughs> <laughs> any any movie that has a one word title, you I guess you could make a more representative. Yeah, title. no, just just remove the art of it and describe the movie in one word. Is is kind of how you do it. Yeah. Okay, and that takes us to the weird shit. Um, I talked about these first two already, so I'll open with a third. Sting. Hell yeah. No. You talk about tantric sex? <laughs> um, he played a song that he probably has tantric oh, sex yeah. to. Is he kind of over the hill? Yeah. Yeah. Sting's yeah. got to be like, in his 60s, right? That young? I assumed he'd be in his 70s by now. 70, exactly. Damn. 70. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, yeah. That's that's how we're opening the Game Awards, the subversive, hot, young medium with 70-year-old musician Sting. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Jeff Keighley, quote... Game creators need to be supported by the companies that employ them. We will not tolerate harassment. We all love games. Did not mention Activision Blizzard, specifically Gamergate, or anyone who's actually responsible for mistreating people in the gaming community or the people who develop them. Like a fucking coward, Jeff Keighley. Do they, though? Does everyone love games in the gaming industry? Like, I work in TV. I can say for a fact, not everyone loves TV that works in TV. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, I watch, like, I don't know. I rewatched the 10th season of Survivor <laughs> last night. That's. 
Oh my god, that's all I've been watching for the last month. I, that's. <laughs> Do you really love TV? I don't know. It's fucking where I'm at. I like some games, most games. Eh. <laughs> uh, Zenimax just straight up put in a come work for us video. Cool, Bethesda. Uh, ben Schwartz and Jim Carrey promoted the second Sonic the Hedgehog movie by hamming it up on stage. Microsoft announced the change for, I think it's Microsoft Game Pass PC to just PC Game Pass in a collab with Dave and Gata from the show Dave. That that promotion was for my roommate specifically and no Lil one else. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you mean a collab with Lil Dicky? <laughs> Not Dave. Yeah. I don't. No one calls him Dave. That's the whole point of the show is, is that, that he's not called Dave. Yeah, he's a little dicky. I don't. I don't watch Dave. There's a half hour stretch where no awards were given out, of course. Uh, Kojima presenting the trailer for Del Toro's new movie. Presenters weren't reading the nominees' names for most awards. They were just like, hey, here's Games for Impact. This is the winner. Bye. Uh, K pop group One Million Dance Studio did a performance with VR avatars. Imagine Dragons performed music from Supergiant Games and ended up mashing it up with Imagine Dragons songs, and it was just bad for everyone. Nobody wanted that. Um, Jeff Goldblum promoted Rage Shadow Legends. No. no. <laughs> they got to our no. boy. No. Uh, um, so the thing is that I'm playing this new mobile game. Uh, it's it's um, pretty great <laughs> I, fucking rage shadow legends dude it's a legendary game at yeah, this no, point i don't i don't know a single like, person you, that's ever played it but it is right? so they cannot buy they cannot buy the level of marketing that they have bought like they they have become so fucking huge where does the money come from man <laughs> i love it Music. Have, I, I bet they must be a mob outfit. That's my only. They, they must just have dirt on it's, people. It's money like laundering. They, no, yeah. it, yes, they literally. Absolutely. Well, they just don't. They cannot possibly have that much money to put as many ads as they have across everything. Yeah. Like, I've seen TV ads yep. for Raid Shadow yeah. Legends, man. The only thing that, that I can think of is wild. maybe they are, like, absolutely fucking bonkers huge. In Asia, like in China and Korea, mm-hmm. and they're trying to mm. break into the American market. Um, they're doing a reverse China yeah. syndrome. It, if we can crack even one tenth of the of the American market in our English language yeah. game that was developed in the United States, they're doing a PUBG yeah. where they're like, "Ah, shit! Now we gotta re-crack the American market." It feels like there's a two-week stretch once twice a year every year where every youtuber is doing an ad read for raid raid shadow yeah, legends absolutely. like it happens quarterly in a way where it is definitely built into their advertising it bizarre i'm um, telling you they have a they have dirt on someone <laughs> some marketing head is like oh yeah we've got a brand new deal like one tenth off cpm this this quarter for you specifically Please don't break my kneecaps, and please let my daughter go. <laughs> uh, and then music from each of the Game of the Year nominees was played, but that didn't happen for the best music and score category. 
what the fuck are we doing? Why? <laughs> I well, but that's an Oscars thing. Lucas, oh, okay. and fuck the Oscars. The Oscars does that, and you know we can't have cool moments like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga fucking each other on stage for five minutes. <laughs> That'd be too much like the Oscars. I'm I'm a 26 year old white man who plays a lot of video games in the right context i will unironically identify as a gamer if i'm walking out of the game awards thinking man this was just frustrating what the fuck are we doing here who is this for you have never you have never had a positive review of the game awards no we can go back to the past three years that we've done this episode why do i keep and it will be the exact same thing why do I keep doing this to myself? What would the Game Awards have to do to make you happy, though? I will say. I feel like there is no Game Awards that you would like. Should, they could shake off this chip they have on their shoulder for one thing. It, like... I don't know, man. It feels like out of one one corner of their mouth, they're saying, Gamers, rise up. We're not going to be, like, second-class entertainment citizens anymore. And then also, like, well, yeah, no. We, we, we can't be expected to, like actually critically review any of this stuff or have good opinions because it's just fucking video games am i right mount roll mountain dew advertisement (laughs) i think i think that an issue that you're gonna run into for the rest of your life is that video games are inherently pretty niche and like fractured then lean into that then be like hey this is gonna be weird shit you know let's do that (laughs) Then everyone's gonna be pissed off. Yeah, because the only way they're gonna cater to people is they to, they got hit the most amount strokes. of people is to get yeah, yeah the biggest yeah. audience, which will never be you. Like you're not a mainstream gamer. I'm not. I'm not mainstream fucking anything. I hate it. But <laughs> I, I wish I could be basic. I wish I had it in me. My life would be so much easier. Um, no, I guess I don't know. Uh, my closing thought on the game awards is that. So the Game Awards originally, like, this current iteration comes from, like, the Spike TV Game Awards, which were also hosted by Jeff Keighley, because, shocker, he has rich parents in the entertainment industry, and they kind of let that happen for him. So, yeah, this entire thing just reeked of, man, this is for people who were really into the Spike TV Game Awards in 2007. This award show is still for them, but they're boring dads now, so this is going to be the Game Awards for boring dads. Like, even down to the, this video game is about divorce winning game of the year. <laughs> ah, rant over. All right, let's talk about fucking Nancy Reagan being the throaty goaty or whatever, Andrew. The throat goat. <laughs> okay, you just trashed, like, out-of-touch boring dads. Yeah. You sounded so much like an out-of-touch I'm angry, dad Ryan. I'm sorry. Nancy Reagan, like, Nancy Reagan, even with the Brody Wisconsin. Go- What'd you learn on the space face, Brody, Andrew? Cody. Like, okay, yeah. fine. I'll be topical then. I'll be hip. Andrew, did Nancy Reagan let a bunch of gay people die because she heard they were better at oral than she was? Probably. Yes. Yeah, that was probably the that's, reason. That's that's the whole joke. Yeah. Is that everyone hates Nancy yeah. Reagan? That's the bit. Yeah. That's the meme. That's why this is huge. Yeah, it's because no nobody like, likes oh, her shit. except for apparently Ben Shapiro's sister. Yeah, Abby Shapiro. Um, I, yeah. So like this whole thing started because 
classically Abby, Ben Abby Shapiro or whatever her last. I don't know. Is she married? Yeah. Does she have some other guy's last name? Yeah, she probably. Okay. Um, no, but I think she still goes by Abby Shapiro. Oh, that's not very Which traditional. Is, that's uh, yeah. I don't really know if that aligns with conservative values, but I think that the issue that we're running into here is that like she is a well-known person, so a lot of the stuff that she does uh, it goes on name recognition. So I think it is actually important in this one unique outsider case. Uh, her legal name is actually changed, but you know, as a performer, she she tends to use her maiden name because that is what she's known for on the internet. But I would say conservatively, like women do, you should take your husband's name because that is important. I like how Ben Get Shapiro. The fuck out of here, ben. <laughs> I like how Ben Shapiro talks. Like, you know how sometimes you're in a, a live video call and like it freezes for a second and then the audio speeds up. Mm-hmm. To <laughs> ben Shapiro is just talking like that. Constantly. You know, Ben Shapiro's voice is missing frames and it's trying to make up for it. <laughs> um, anyway, so cl- classically, Abby and Madonna have some sort of beef. <laughs> Um, and so she posted this thing about how like here's madonna at 65 and here's nancy reagan at 65 and (laughs) it was madonna like in a photo shoot where she's laying on a bed in like lingerie and then nancy reagan at like a white house photo shoot where she's in a dress and just with a bunch of other people like one of these women is classy and the other is trashy like nancy reagan is the pinnacle of like what a like a woman should be you know some shit like that and then everyone started bringing up that nancy reagan was apparently famous for being a huge slut in hollywood and and that she would just blow executives all the time uh was like apparently blew everyone on the mgm lot some people think that she she fucking gave mr t a blowjob um I think it is all but confirmed that she was hooking up with uh, Cesar Romero, the actor who played the Joker in the Adam West Batman series. Yeah, no, that that's like pretty much confirmed. Um, uh, she was hooking up with Clark Gable for a long time, uh, and then like a couple other like famous people. One of the one of the guys in the Rat Pack, I don't remember which one. But, like, there's a photo of like <laughs> it's kind of important. Yeah, was it was it Frank Sinatra? <laughs> No, I, I don't know. Oh no no no! no. It was three... it was Frank Sinatra because there's there's a photo okay. of Ronald Reagan like yelling at Frank Sinatra because him and Nancy Reagan were like dancing at a at a party and it had been like rumored that they were fucking. Um, I'm like there's there's three members of the Rat Pack and it's very different implications depending on which one. It <laughs> yeah. is. No, I think I think it was Sinatra, but yeah, like there were yeah, there are boring. a bunch of uh, actors from that time period that just. In their own memoirs, to put a blurb of like, and then there was hooking up with Nancy. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone was fucking doing it. Uh, so yeah, no, like she was the the throat goat. She was she apparently yeah, gave the best blowjobs in Hollywood. The sloppy toppy was real. Yeah, no, the the they then took the picture that Abby Shapiro used and they put like an official looking quote on it. And yeah, the quote was just like guac guac. <laughs> 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 um. I saw one where they they superimpose Nancy Reagan over a photo of Kim Kardashian holding hands with uh, um, Pete Davidson. I'm like, Pete, no, not another one. And then by far my favorite quote that I saw about this was, uh, this whole Nancy Reagan thing really is fucking me up because I'm afraid that I'm going to get an awesome blowjob and then turn into one of the worst people of the 20th century. (laughs) Yeah, Ronald Reagan was a Democrat. 
like full yep. throated Democrat. Yeah, full throated. And, yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. and then something changed in that man. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah, who who is going to be the next Nancy Reagan who will <laughs> basically undermine American democracy for the next fifty years through? Oral sex. epic skills yeah. <laughs> oh okay by okay so by that definition i i couldn't tell you but and i'm not totally sure on the timeline but i think i think Avita kind of just did what nancy reagan did but in uh, south america who oh vita perone yeah mm. yeah yeah i'm trying to find if anyone's gotten anything on her wikipedia <laughs> oh. i don't think so boo uh, it's probably uh Locked down for vandalism, I imagine. <laughs> Gonna go ahead and say there was plenty of that when this broke. Also, I'm sorry, I missed the uh, avenue to get this quote in here, but I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, say, Excuse me, Mr. Sinatra, I don't recall you being Chinese. <laughs> Everybody watch what we do in the shadow season season three okay moving into the breakouts um okay i think uh i'm gonna open with andrew it's my understanding you've been playing a like something with a weird surprise incest thing are are you playing an anime game right now dude or what's going on it's not a weird surprise incest thing um in death loop but it is it is weird um i i saw a lot of people posting about it like it's just old boy i mean no it's not nearly as bad as old boy um uh but yeah so in death loop you play as colt you're trying to break the loop by doing a bunch of shit and then the entire time we're being hunted by juliana who Mm -hmm. you develop a rapport with but you have amnesia so you can't remember anything and so colt's whole thing is like why do you fucking hate me so much like we dated didn't we like i broke your heart or something and then she's like oh my god you're so gross it's like oh yeah we totally dated and then you figure out that she's your daughter um like later on in the game the thing is a lot of people didn't play the part of the story where you find out she's your daughter until like right before the ending of the game you can do it at any time so I found out, like, directly halfway through the storyline. So I didn't experience, apparently, like, if you save it till the end, there's more flirtatious dialogue throughout the game that you can experience before you find that out. And then after you find that out, that dialogue doesn't happen. So I guess I just did it earlier than most people and didn't have, like, that much incesty stuff going on. But, like, Colt does say a thing like, oh, my God, like, this makes me feel really weird. And she's like, why does it make you feel weird? And she's like, I kind of thought we had, like, hooked up or something. And she's like, no, you're just my dad. He's like, oh, okay. You still didn't like the ending, though. No, it's, believe, it's right? not because of that aspect of it. Not because of this, yeah. even though this is what everyone else hated. Yeah, the, the, the ending of the game is just, it's so abrupt and, like, none of them... There are so many, like, interesting mysteries introduced throughout the game, and they are never answered. And I looked it up of, like, oh, my... Did I miss a bunch of stuff and I, like, got the wrong ending? No. Just, they are never answered. You keep coming across different versions of yourself that will, like, blip into your loop and be like, hey, man, from what I learned from my loop, this shit's going on. You really gotta, like... 
who are you? Why are there two of us? Like, no time to explain. And then they, like, disappear. <laughs> and then there is a point at the end of the game where Juliana is like, don't you want to learn about who the other cults are? About who my mother was? About, like, this? And he's like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> I gotta break the loop. I don't care about that. I was like, okay. There was so... There were a lot of interesting things happening that I was really looking forward to figuring out the... I don't know, the lore behind it, the, the, the weird explanations, how everything ties together. Because there is a lot of sleuthing that is done throughout the game. There's a lot of, like, solving puzzles and getting everything to line up. Right. But it, a lot of it just goes by the wayside. Also, the one thing mechanically that I didn't like in the game was there's so much freedom in the game of, like, how you go about playing the loop and how you kill people and the different tactics and the powers that you use. Apparently there is only one final solution to how you oh. kill everyone in one loop. There, There is exactly one correct answer to the big mystery of how do I line this up so I can kill everybody in a single day? There's only one way to do it. So that, that I think is kind of stupid. Got to get them all into the ballroom and use the chandelier, and it was done by the bodyguard. No, yeah. because so there's four periods in a day in each mm-hmm. loop. There's four periods, and time doesn't really pass in each time period. There's morning, noon, afternoon, and night. Yeah. And you have to figure out a way of like, okay, there's eight total people that I got to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, in the morning, I can kill this one person, but then also sabotage this thing while I'm there, then move on to a new location at noon, kill this other person, and then set something else up for the end of the day. And then in afternoon, I can kill these two of them. And then at night, because of the other shit that I've done, the other four are all going to die at the same time. So, okay. and there, But there's only one way to do it. Figuring out how to get there is really fun, but there is still only one correct answer. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, so the so game, on a death loop. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine. I, I just uh, for clarity, the game is more in like a uh, there are phases, there are world tendencies set up than uh, Majora's Mask, which was literally no. This th- there's a timer going. Yeah. Okay. It was you. There are four periods of the day, and there are four locations, and you can go in any order in the in the day. But by the time you finish your play session at night, the day resets, mm-hmm. and that's it. So on a death loop speed run, would you be able to beat no. the game on the first? Oh, okay. uh, so there is like locked. Yeah, there's there's locked stuff. Portion. You can't. Like, you there are to... things that there are passwords that are randomized throughout the game, so that mm-hmm. you couldn't just figure out how to do it right away. It's you have to complete these five tasks in order to learn the password to this area, and you can't. You you the the character of Colt don't know how to get into this certain spot until you learn the secrets that happen through doing these five things. You as the player couldn't just do it um, without without doing the other quests, basically. Um, last question. I see that it is still beating out Resident Evil 8 on your uh, top 10 games list. Do, uh, do you feel that way still, having beaten it? Um, I do. I, I think that Ooh. there's just so much more of the game there than Resident Evil. I mean, I think Resident Evil definitely has a better story. 
But as a video game, I think Deathloop is better. I mean, it's so stylized. It's really fun to play. There's so many different cool things that you can do because of the powers and the guns and all that kind of shit. But yeah, the story is definitely super weak. I, I Surprise, sad dad game. Here you go. That's what everybody still wants in 2021. We, at least Resident Evil 8 was upfront about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am still playing Shin Megami Tensei 5. Um, now that I have killed the Demon King, all of the different gods have just turned against each other, like, immediately, and are now fighting, and yeah, it's... Raising some interesting thematic questions, big picture questions. What does it mean to be a god? What place do they hold in our society? Without just subjugation by the most powerful, are humankind just inclined to infighting, squabbling, and chaos? I don't think it's going to effectively answer any of these questions, but it's an interesting thing to raise. Uh, yeah. Also, Andrew, you remember Demeter from Hades? Yeah. Uh, like, cool, like, icy old woman. Mm-hmm. She's a Moe anime girl in this game. I don't know what that means, and I'm not going to ask. Some memes of the decade. Yeah. Very bottom, I think. Or close. Definitely bottom <laughs> five. Oh, no. It was down there. No thanks to Lucas. It was down there. Hey. Uh, wait, no, I thought I ranked that one poorly. I mean, not as poorly as we yeah. did, I think. Well, it was like a three, but okay. <laughs> we had it as a one. The <laughs> lowest possible score. We couldn't score a zero. You guys... I don't know, man. To me, my philosophy with that stuff is... You should give out a one as rarely as you give out a ten. Like, those are both... Those are both extremes. Yeah. I think I did. All right. I gotta, I gotta find it. Where's memes of the decade? I think I actually. Oh wait, I made that document, didn't I? So yeah. I have to, anyway, should be able to Google Doc that. But um, yeah, no, definitely getting into the end game of uh, SMT five, and can't wait to beat it because yeah, I'm nearing the sixty hour mark, and that's too much video game. <laughs> I gave away two tens. And I gave away one one. Oh. And it was Moe Anthropomorphism. Okay, fair. I'm sorry. And then Andrew also gave it a one, and Lucas, yeah, you I gave it a four. I do have the same amount of tens as ones, by the way. Okay. Yeah, you, you guys Luke, stand corrected. You guys hated this appropriately. Fair. <laughs> we just never heard of it, man. Uh, yeah. You gave Nick Cage's everyone a one. I also did. So did Andrew. Yeah. Fair enough. No, that, was, that, was, that wasn't even a meme. That was weird. It's a meme, baby. You gave okay. You gave the E a one. What? Lord Marquad. Yeah, the the e? the deep fried uh, Markiplier as e. Lord Marquad, <laughs> with just the fucking E. I don't. I, I, yeah, no. I apparently, you yeah, never heard of it then rain. either. You gave it a one. Uh, I mean, me and Andrew both were like, "Yeah, we've heard of it. It wasn't big. Uh, you gave it like fun. a three and a four, but." Uh. Yeah. All right. I get Moe whatever is my Lord Farquaad. No, it's not. Bowsette is your <laughs> your forever 10 out of 10 meme that, wow. Good meme. Quality meme. Ugh. 
Keep it alive, America, world. Ryan, what are you checking out? Um, I watched Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, uh, it, was, it, was, it was decent. Huh. It was it was fun. It wasn't good, but it it, it was a fun comedy movie. It, I was hoping for like a surprise a la Palm Springs last year, where I was like, oh, I was like blown away by this movie. It, it was it was just like goofy. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I can't like something like I I, I don't know. It, it's poorly executed. Uh, I think you should leave. Or like Antino's Big Old House of Fun. It's it's a lot of absurdism. Oh. But like, I don't know. Without the underlying, like, uh, like subversion. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, see. I don't know. Like it, it's it's playing on tropes that don't exist. You know, which which is absurdism and it is funny at like a lot of points. But it's not like the the same level of. Like it doesn't get to that point as much for me. No, there just uh, there needs to be one more layer of yeah this yeah yeah and I think and like the characters are likable and you know they're like midwestern middle aged women and that's like the main thing that they're playing off of. Uh, but oh, okay, yeah. relatable. It's fun. Yeah. All right. So if you need if you need stuff to fill out your top ten, it's like an hour forty five, and you could do worse. It's it's passable. It's on Hulu. What? So uh, this can't be right. What? Uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page, and it says the box office earnings were thirty two thousand yeah. dollars. Holy! It was a Hulu movie. Oh, uh, okay. It's a very limited release, just for awards' sake. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Like a release to like five theaters or something in LA exclusively. There. But yeah. No, it's 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 just a Hulu original. Huh. Um, yeah. Otherwise, sticking with the Breaking Bad rewatch. Still real good. GUD. I. Um. Succession finale is tonight. Ooh. That shit's gonna be wild. The Roman sent a dick pic to his dad last episode, <laughs> and it blew up the planet so this week's gonna be fucking crazy so Um, i'm required to ask because of what this show is accidentally or as a power play oh okay roman would never pull a power play on his dad basically roman was running away with the race to be their dad's favorite at this point in the season like shiv kept self-sabotaging herself even though she was on her dad's side and kendall's literally just trying to kill him yeah so like by default roman was becoming the favored child um which meant that it was about to all come crashing down (laughs) and most fans kind of knew that but we could have never guessed basically romans had a weird thing with the general counsel for the company jerry keller who's now the or kelman who's now the interim ceo of the company because she's a woman. And so yeah. like they're dealing with all this scandal with women. So they were like, we, it's gotta be a woman. Um, and after Roman kind of like nailed a business decision thing, he then as a celebration sent a dick pic to Jerry, but cause Jerry, Jerry said to him, well done Roman. Like a, like, you know what? You nailed oh. that. And then as he was tapping on the text to reply to it, 
his dad like sent a message too that said like good job son <laughs> and he clicked on the good job son because it came in before like as he was clicking on it it was like one frame you had to freeze it at that moment to see yep. what happened but he clicks on that message instead and then sends a dick pic to his dad <laughs> uh and everything just dies and kieran kieran culkin deserves Every bit of his nomination for his performance. No, Kieran Culkin, of, phenomenal. Is, is Kieran Culkin yeah. Roman? Is that who? Yes. Yeah. He plays is, that, is that why I yeah, keep so, seeing the one picture of him at the boardroom table? Yeah, and him like hunched over, kind of like that's mm. him. That's that's seconds after he realized what happens because he he sent it to Jerry. Jerry's phone doesn't vibrate or anything. It's sitting on the table, and then he sees his dad's phone go ding, and he like his dad like looks and then like looks up, and it's just Roman going like. Like, hunched over, looking like a fucking... <laughs> looking like Gollum. Look at, like... <laughs> he's literally just like, <laughs> what have I done? And then there's a... And then uh, his his dad gets up, leaves the room, tells Shiv to come with him. And Rome just, like, looks away in his face. He's just like... <laughs> like, literally, I, I, am, I am dead. I am... I want to die. And then, yeah, we're going to see. Shit's going to go down uh, tonight. Okay, can't tell you why, but Roman's out. Shiv, you're, get up to, up to the plate. Here you go. I mean, he's told everyone why. <laughs> She's talking with Shiv, and Shiv's just like, hmm, yeah, no, that's uh, him and Jerry. That is a thing. And, like, kind of, like, throws him under the bus. Uh, and, then, and then, like, as she's, he's, he's like, okay, okay. And she, like, goes to leave. And Brian Cox, like, mm-hmm. you know his voice if you've seen the McDonald's commercials. <laughs> Just, like, screams at the top of his lungs. Robin! And, like, and Shiv. I don't think the actress knew. <laughs> I don't think that Sarah Snook knew that he was going to do that. Because just the most genuine, like, oh, fuck. Like, as she's, like, turning to leave the room. And then, uh, yeah. He, he gets a stern talking to mm. so yeah this this episode's gonna be gonna be fucking rough man cool so there you go all right um do we even have anything to talk about as a group um i did start watching only murders in the building but i don't want to talk about it until i get a couple more episodes in because i've only seen the first two so mm. i know you've seen it ryan um yeah. i also watched season 12 of archer yesterday so yeah. that's on the list i'll as i say that's gotta make it yeah no I'll, yeah. I'll talk about it during the uh the actual top 10 thing so i mean it... should i watch it it's it worth it i mean it's fun i mean it's it's archer yeah, it's but like it's more of the good stuff okay. no but like will it make me enjoy Will I be, will it make me feel like I'm 16 watching Archer again? I don't know. I mean, it's it is slightly. I mean, it's more serialized than the older seasons were, so it is slightly more mature in that there are overarching narratives happening and character growth and like struggles mm-hmm. that people are going through and they're trying to fix. So it's not All just right. the like a haha. He said Booyakasha, and that that's funny. But yeah, I think you would enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Is Krieger still yeah, there? Yeah, Krieger's still there. <laughs> okay. 
I, I kind of thought they'd kill no, him by now. No, he's oh, still no, there. He's, he's he's still funny. <laughs> Krieger's in it for the long haul. Hey. Eric Andre played a not a small role in this in this show. <laughs> that as basically another version of Krieger, but just slightly different. Black. Yeah, no, I mean, he looked like Eric Andre. I mean, he's exactly okay, the same. Yeah. He has a he's a mad evil scientist with a rocker van and a hologram wife and all that kind of shit. And also is probably a clone of Hitler. <laughs> no, definitely not. not like... Definitely not. <laughs> uh, okay, so not like Krieger. All right, all right. Sorry. I'm... Yeah, all right. Uh, cool. Um, as we have the eight minutes left in this Google Hangouts call, thank you all so much for listening to episode 167 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, which will be titled either... Captcha-esque or guck guck Nancy Reagan. <laughs> we'll figure it out in post. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Act below in the description if you want to help a collection of great progressive causes. Support us on Patreon and join the likes of the terrific Sucky Badger, Tiffany Cole, and sensual Richard Nixon. Follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast. Email us your questions and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. And follow me at LucasDerider on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Good luck with the week, everyone. Top 10's coming up. Christmas coming up. New Year's coming up. A lot of stuff coming up. Good luck getting to all of it. Do, 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 do.